This is a podcast from the Queen City Podcast Network. There used to be lounges in the lounge. Now they're just lounging, lounging in a new lounge. Listen to the sounds coming out the mouth. Just sit back, relax, and enjoy a good laugh. Here we are, another edition of Loungin' with Kristen and Jack, which some people don't even know is a thing, still. I ran into somebody who used to listen to us faithfully when they were in high school. They're now a doctor living in San Francisco. Wonderful. Saw them at the wedding. And uh, I mentioned something about the podcast. Oh, what podcast? And and he went, I'm there. Yeah. You know, I I told him where to find it. Wherever you get your podcasts, yeah, and uh, told him what the name of it was. So he said he was he had a lot of catching up to do. Apparently, I said yes, you do. Well, did a couple I t- years worth? Yeah, did I tell you about uh, the server at the new place I'm working? No. Oh my gosh! And his excitement when he realized who I was. This is a guy who's worked at this place for like 23 years. His name yeah. is Ben. I'm still not going to tell you the name of the place. Okay. Uh, most ben of the people from the there. Place. Well, I don't tell people. Unlike other radio personalities that I know, I don't walk around going, I'm Kristen. I used to work on 106.5 The End. Like, I don't I do not do that. So most people don't know right. unless they figure it out. So you know who Greasy Keys is, the guy that plays the keyboards at the Checkers games? Jason Atkins is his name. I, I, I know the character named Greasy Keys, yes. Well, yeah. he's, you know, he was a local musician for years and years. So Jason and I are friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, before he became the big star with a bobblehead that he is, who knew? Right. Uh, but anyway, so Jason came in and he hugged me, and Ben, who is usually just very no nonsense. I, I I see him smile a little bit occasionally, but he's not very gregarious. He's just work, 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 work. Right. I uh, he, so anyway, he always says hello to me and blah blah blah. Uh, so he was talking to Jason, and he comes over and he said, "Ahem." Is there something you failed to mention about your work experience? And I didn't realize he had talked to Jason. Right. And I said, um. uh, I don't know. I, is there something? I don't think so. And he said, uh, you left out a big, big <laughs> something. And I said, did I? And he said, what did you do before you were doing this at all? And I said, well, I said I was on the radio. He goes, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he goes, oh, my God, Jason just told me. And he grabbed me and hugged me right. and was jumping up and down and smiling. And he said, you guys were my fucking heroes. <laughs> I moved here from Colorado. I didn't know a fucking soul. Right. And I found you guys. And I listened every Day, He said, you don't understand what this means to me. (laughs) And then people who have worked with him for years and years are like coming over like, what the fuck just happened? What did you you broke Ben? You broke him. I said, no, I didn't break. No, no. He's a fan. And, and, And they're like, a fan? Why? You know, so then now everybody knows. Okay. We'll see. But Ben. I hope this translates into new downloads. I told Ben and the gal who was training me. And she was a longtime listener, couldn't fucking believe. She's like, uh-uh, you are not. And I said, I am. She's like, why didn't you fucking lead with that? And I was like, well, why? Because I don't. <laughs> why would I? So, because it doesn't apply in yeah. this situation. <clears throat> so anyway, uh, so yes, we have two new listeners. So uh, hello to Ben. Tell Ben hello. Hello, Ben. That's right. And um, Anna. And by the way, Ben, you're my hero. Right. Right. Yeah. So anyway, so thank you for all you do. That led uh, my boyfriend to decide that he needs to put up billboards because he's quite sure that if we had billboards, this thing would go through the roof. He said, "Do you see what happens when people realize that it's happening? Nobody knows it's happening." You know, (laughs) and part of that's our fault. I don't post about it on social media enough, and neither do you. No, that's true. Yeah, yeah, we should do that. And you, you just sort of you assume that you know the word gets around, but there's so many things to get around. You yeah. can get lost in the shuffle. Sure. You know? Yeah. The curly so, shuffle. Yeah, the curly shuffle. Uh, guess what song popped into my head the other day before we get into sad news? I have to... And why it was in there? Right. I couldn't tell you. Do you remember the song Popcorn, Jack? Popcorn? 
Oh, yes. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. That gets in your head. You're in trouble. Well, yes, but here's my question, and I still don't understand it. Why, why, why would a song from 1970, what, three, uh, four? Something like that. Five, whatever. It may have been in, in the 60s. No. No? No, because I looked it up because I was trying okay. to remember who right. sang it, when I, and now I don't even remember. Uh, it was hot butter or something. Hot like. butter popcorn. Wasn't that what it was called? Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, but why would that song all of a sudden be in my head? There's no way I heard that anywhere. Nobody's currently spinning popcorn by hot butter. Uh, it happens to me sometimes, this earworm thing you're talking about. Yeah. When I'm walking through a store, let's say the Food Line or the Walmart or something like that, or Tar- Target. And uh, this thing is playing in the background, and you don't even really notice it. Oh my God! Do you think t- you think yes. Walmart did that to me? I think they may have. If you don't recall hearing it, well, they're going to get a, usually what happens. They're going to get a strongly worded letter. Yes, they are. Yeah, popcorn. Uh, all right, so we have to talk about. Oh man! So I was at work on said day when all of this was going on, when a customer mentioned to me that Tina Turner had passed. I was at uh, what day was it? Was it uh, Wednesday or Thursday? Yes, one of those two. One of those days. I was at something to do with the wedding, mm-hmm. um, and I got an alert on my phone. You know how you get those CNN mm-hmm. alerts, and, it, you know, uh, Tina Turner had passed. It was like, oh, wow. That one hurt. What a bummer, you know? That one hurt. Yeah. 83. 83. What a life. What a story. Now, is her uh, ex-husband still living? Ike? Ike. I don't know. Okay. I never, I never really gave him much, much of my time. Yeah. Once we knew the real story. What I was going to say was, if he, if he were still living, it would be a shame that she had to go and that bastard. Still yeah, that there. guy. You know, I just wanted to get that off my chest. Uh, I think what, and I, and I went to the manager and I said, "Well, we have to close now, for the day." <laughs> for the day, I can't serve said, another person. I can't. Couldn't possibly. And they were like, "Why?" And I said, "Tina Turner died." And they were visibly shaken. And they said, well, that just means we have to play Turner, Tina Turner only for the rest of the day, which is what we did. Really? Yes. Well, good for you. That's mm-hmm. that's a great idea. Yeah. Um, um, and so, and everybody was singing, you know, you'd walk up to the table, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so that led me to wonder, what was your favorite Tina Turner song? Did you have a favorite? I kind of did. And it was We Don't Need Another Hero for some reason. Oh, because that was re- from the movie. I just really liked that song. I mean, she had she had so many good ones. Her version of Proud Mary kicked ass. Well, of course. Uh, simply the best. You, you that know. was, a lot of people were singing that. Yeah. When that came on, everybody mm-hmm. seemed to know that yeah. one. And of course, what, what love's got. What's love yeah. got to do, got to that do was, it. Um, and then there's a... My favorite was Be Good to Me. Be Good to Me. Mm-hmm. Why can't you be? Oh, I remember that. Good to me. I remember that, yeah. Yeah. I loved that song. Private Dancer. Sure. Uh, I'm your private dancer. Uh, no. My, Tina Turner was my mom's favorite artist of all time. And mom liked her Motown and well, dance music just, and soul. She had a lot of energy and, and those legs... Well, her trademark legs, you know, my mom would frequently dress as Tina Turner for Halloween. Really? Because my mom had a great set of legs and she would wear a little leather mini skirt and, you know, like a sequined halter top. Go, go mom. And a, and a Tina Turner wig. She yeah. owned a Tina Turner wig. There like the 80s Tina mm-hmm. Turner. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, she just, my mom was the biggest fan. And when mom was in the memory care, mm-hmm. uh, my brother made her a, uh, she, she couldn't ever figure out how to listen to it, but she, he made her one of those uh, pods, what do you call it? Uh, mixtapes? Like an iPod. iPod mixtape? She'd yeah. have music. Right, right, right. And he put all the Tina Turner on there. Because he knew she liked that. Yeah. 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 Good deal. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy Carter's still with us. Yeah. This guy. I, he may bounce back. He may come out of hospice, for the God's sake. You don't know. You know, there was a, a series of weeks where we just had one celebrity after another, bang, bang, bang. And now it seems to, thankfully, have slowed down a little bit. I mean, this was yes. the only one of note that we had. And uh, and uh, what else was I going to say? Jimmy Carter come out of hospice, something, 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 and then I lost it. Mm. Well, anyway. Um Jimmy Carter, 
the, uh, he's getting ready to turn a, a big number. No, I don't know what it is. 90-something. Anyway. Uh, I mean, he, he's on up there, isn't he? He is on up there. Yeah. Uh, but his grandson or somebody was talking to the media and said, oh, he'll be around for his birthday whenever that's coming up. So he's... Yeah, I don't know why they made the big announcement about hospice because usually that's you know you got like days or well, or, or but but there's few two weeks. two types of hospice. Well, there's palliative. There's palliative care which comes into the home typically, sure, and makes you more comfortable, sure. And I think the minute you mention that, people just assume well, it's just a matter of time, right? And it may be a matter of time, but it doesn't necessarily mean it's imminently right now. Well, my mom was on hospice yeah. three different times. She'd go on hospice. Six months later, they'd boot her out. You don't get to stay. You can't no. be on hospice forever. You know. It's well, a, it's end of life care, and sure. if they if they have it on good, you know, advice from the doctor, and then, then look, this is, show up. She were putting her back on yeah, hospice. You know, yeah. and it was just like, and then yeah. she'd come back out of it six months later. Yeah. So he could be that kind of a fellow. My mom was kind of stubborn. I wonder if he's stubborn. Well, he's he a might fi- he's be, a fighter for sure. Might not be ready to go. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. Uh, so Memorial Day, uh, what did you do for Memorial Day weekend? Well, uh, my son got married on Thursday. Ah, that's right. The wedding yeah. I wasn't invited to. Well, you but you were was there. Was I missed? You were the, you were missed and you were there. Yet you were there. Was I there in let spirit? Me you, let me tell you the story. Uh, so, my daughter did the service. Uh, she wrote the service and she presented the service and she did the, you know, the the marriage ceremony. Well, she is a licensed... Uh, she certainly is. Like you? As am you? I. Yeah. That's right. What is the uh, church name? The Universal Life Church. Of course I'll it have is. You know. that's, that's right. For the internet and forty nine ninety five, mm-hmm. I can make you happily married forever. That's right. That's right. Sure. Uh, but anyway, you would have thought she was a professional uh, officiant the way she pulled this thing off. Right. And, uh, and uh, uh, the bride and groom, big um, uh, Lord of the Rings fans, you know? So she worked a little Mordor in there, you know, and the twins, my twin grandsons, were who, dragons who uh, were part of the service. They held the rings, and each of them had a ring in a little bag that you presented me some uh, Mother's Day gifts in when I oh, got my those jewelry bags. Your jewelry bags because they have moons and stars yeah. and little you know magical uh, symbols on there so we were worried because it was an outdoor wedding that trying to transfer the ring and the ring falls into the high grass and we never see it right right so somebody thought uh, let's put it in this little bag mm-hmm. i think it might have been her highness let's put it in this bag and then if they drop it it's big enough to see and pick up yeah worked like a charm see there right see so you were there well, I certainly, certainly <laughs> hope so. Did I have drinks? You, woo, you got wasted. Did I? Yes, you did. Did I? Yes. Oh boy. Was very was embarrassing. Was I dancing on tabletops? Yeah, and I and I <laughs> felt right at home because I felt, oh, I've seen this movie. That's before. right. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Uh, Michael, who also who wants to buy us billboards, did buy you a gift. Yes, I. I uh, and I hope I, you're enjoying let it. Let me tell you something, uh, Michael. Yep. Thank you. Yeah. There will be a personal thanks. But I want to thank you through the podcast. Yeah. What What is my saying every week during during uh, Win Jackman stuff? What is it? Kristen and Sam, unfair to the Jackman. And on this shirt that Michael gave me is a guy holding up a sign, and that's what it says. That's right. I will be wearing this at the cookout later tonight. I'm sure you will. This is on Monday, Memorial Day, that we're recording We're recording this. on Memorial Day, yes. Yeah, even though you won't hear it till Friday or after. That's Kristen what and I'm Sam, wearing to the unfair to, to the, the Jackman. Jack yep. Apparently, and, he's taking your and side. And when you hear today's flashback episode of When Jack Man Stumped, you'll once again see that is the case. Now, I have a question, because this happened last night, uh, and Lucy hates it. Uh, fireworks. So, is that now a thing? <clears throat> Did you get that in your neighborhood last night? No, it was raining. Oh, Who no. does fireworks in the rain? Oh, oh. Rednecks. We had a whole, yeah. like a spectacular, and I thought, oh, come on. We already had them. Uh, down the street for Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, uh, of course Fourth of July. Don't be ridiculous, but you get that for like a month or two. Yeah. Uh, and now uh, there they were last night, and I thought, get the fuck out of here. My dog hates them. Oh, they're awful for people with pets. Now, fortunately, our oldest can't pit hear bull mix can't hear. Sure, she can still feel the thunder. Yeah. And if it thunders, she can definitely go off on that. But 
I think the fireworks typically, especially the homemade variety, are very they're higher pitched, um, and she can hear some of those. But uh, well, wow. I just wondered if it was a, if it was a memo I had missed, because apparently now we get them on Memorial Day as well. Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, I, I don't. So, know. I don't uh, you know, I love a good fireworks show. <laughs> done by professionals. Done by professionals. Sure. Uh, and, you know, when you sort of try to do it yourself and you feel like, uh, it's Saturday, let's shoot off a bunch of damn fireworks. Sure. No thanks. Sure. You've taken the specialness out of it. Uh, so that led me to an article on the Today, uh, webs- the Today Show website. Right. There is a doctor, an ER pediatrician who has said, I won't let my kids do these five summer activities. At the top of the list, Jack, what is it? Swimming. Play with fireworks. Play with fireworks. Yeah. He said, don't. Every summer, kids are in the damn ER. Cross this land of iron. Uh, burnt, burnt their hand, lost a finger. Why would you want to do that to a kid? You don't have to teach kids how to set off fireworks. You really don't. There are trained professionals that do this. Yeah. Uh, they lose an eye. <sighs> you know, our moms used to warn us about these things back in the day. You will lose your eye. Get out of there. Let me, here's how I know I've uh, been married to Her Highness for a very long time. Yeah. Uh, she's a worrier. You know, I we, am too. We, okay. Uh, worries about things that I that I never even think about. fathom to think sure, about. Sure, no. Here's how I know we've been married. And it'll be 46 years in July, by the way. Good night. I woke up at 3 a.m. on the day of the wedding. Mm-hmm. Okay. And all I could think about was they had, somebody had told me that when the my son and his new wife uh, were leaving the, you know, the reception to get into the car to go off, you know, on their honeymoon, mm-hmm. that all the, you know, the guests would be holding sparklers standing on each side of this sidewalk. Mm. And all I could think about was... What if those sparklers catch her dress on fire? Oh, Lord. <laughs> Lord. And I thought, yeah, okay, I need medicine. Now you've, yeah, yeah now I, you're the worrier. I, I, no, but I typically don't do that. But finally, uh, once everything went off without a hitch, I was okay. But Well, anyway, the ER pediatrician says, don't let children handle fireworks. Uh, it says, <clears throat> parents need to recognize that sparklers can, sparklers. Oh, here, here we go. Can get up to temperatures of over 2,000 degrees Fahrenheit. That is essentially like handing your kid a welding torch. They will says. burn the shit out of you. 2,000 degrees? Yeah. Don't yeah. give them the children. Don't. I know they're cute, and everybody goes, oh, well, you can hold a sparkler. You know, we weren't allowed to hold sparklers as children's because my grandmother was a worrier. We had those things. Stick them in the ground? And light them, yeah, yeah, and have an adult light Grandpa them. Would, then, yeah. yeah, Grandpa would, yeah, light them. But uh, those things that burned and then they left the ashes like a snake. Yeah. What were those? I don't know what they were called. I have no idea. We were allowed to have those. Yeah. And those things that made noise on the ground, you, you throw them on the ground and they pop. Yeah. That was all we were allowed to have, and she didn't even like that. Uh, let's see other things the pediatrician says. Uh huh. No home pools without supervision. By an adult, not a teenager. When you say home pool, you mean the inflatable pools, right? No, any kind of oh, body kind of water. Of I got you. Yeah. Or home pool. You know, if you're at a pool with lifeguards, that's one thing. Mm-hmm. But even then, if it's crowded, if it's a crowded pool and you got one lifeguard watching all them kids, right. you don't notice one went down to the bottom until it's too, it's late. too late. Yeah, that that's scary. And I, I always wanted a pool. And now that I have grandkids. Now you see why you don't. I don't. I wouldn't want to pull no, until they're older and can take care of themselves. Sure. But uh, well, that's it, different. it can be very scary. It certainly can. Number next, yeah. this ER pediatrician says, don't right. let your children's swim in the rough ocean. Pay attention to the forecasts. Sometimes they put flags up if there are lifeguards sure. about. Yeah, the undertow can be uh, really Do not bad. get in there. Yeah. Don't let your children's in there. I thought you were going to say, don't let your children's grow up to be cowboys. I thought that's what you were headed there. No, no. I mean, don't let them do that either. (laughs) But uh, the ocean, drowning accidents in natural water, very common among kids, especially those ages 5 to 14. Because, he says, parents assume because the kid had a couple of swim lessons, they're fine in the ocean. And I can lay in my my beach chair way up the... You're not close. You're not at the edge. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you can't see. 
You what can't take your eyes off him for a second. No, because uh, young Andersonio, I remember when he <sighs> came to visit me in Hilton Head, was it last summer, the summer before I moved here, and he started, I kept saying to him, watch my umbrella. It's a very different color than everybody else's. My Shibumi. Right. My Shibumi sunshade. I said, watch for that as your marker. Because if you're, even if you're just waist high and you, you know, kind of have kids do, they get on their bellies and they kind of swim around. Oh, it'll take you down the beach. All of a sudden, you're a mile down the beach. Oh, yeah. Watch where you are. Yeah. And I would have to run after him. Sure. So clearly it was taking him way, way down out of the way. And then he, or he'd be too far out and we, there were lifeguards, but I don't like that. Yeah. Because. Bring your ass back on in. Yeah. You are way too far for somebody to get to you quick enough. I, I, I'm a pool person. I greatly enjoy the pool because there's none of that horse shit you got to deal with. Well, I, you know, I and get you can over see the, the bottom. You can see the bottom. I can stand on the bottom. And sure I can, can. Have my beverage. Sure. And you know, still several adults are watching the kids. That's right. And uh, but, short uh, distance to go if there's a, uh, a problem. Correct. Yeah. Uh, the ocean. You know what you got. And Plus, you got to fight the ocean to get to your kids if if they're out there yeah. and there's some sort of a bad undertow. And uh, and they also say. Uh, Remind children about the dangers of a rip current, and really, anybody undertoes, rip tides, rip currents. Do you know? Do you know the practice? Do you know what you're supposed to do if you get caught in a rip current? Uh, swim sideways. Swim parallel to the beach. Parallel to swim the beach. Swim out of it. Don't try yeah. to. Don't try to swim back toward the beach until right. you get out of it. Out of the the rip current, and then you come in. Then you come in. Yeah, that's right. Everybody should know that. Uh, number next, he says, don't spend, don't let your children spend time in the sun without protection. Sunscreen. Well, <laughs> that would have been nice if somebody had told our parents and grandparents that well, many years know, ago. We, we didn't, didn't know. know about that back in the day. No, we had copper tone. It was, there was no SPF on it. It was just copper tone. I remember going to the beach with people and they would apply baby oil. Sure. And I was like, you Baby just, oil with, yeah. um... What was the stuff we used to put in it to, so you'd get even more burnt? Yeah, uh, I don't know. Red something. It was red. Iodine? Maybe. Baby oil yeah. and iodine. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Because what you want to do is really roast yourself. Yeah. You want to roast it right up. You uh-huh. want to get it like it's on the grill. Yes. You know? Yes. And Just, then yeah. and get your sun in. Yeah. Oh, which, sure. by the way, is coming back. I saw an article that sun, in, sun in's on its way back. That's a mm. big deal. Somewhere there's a picture of me. With orange hair? With orange hair, because I used too much. Uh, I may have used an entire bottle. Sure. And uh, my hair is orange. Mine was Literally orange as well. orange. Orange. Yeah, I and looked like DeBozo the Clown. Exactly. Um, uh, so, sunscreen is important. And finally, uh, don't let them ride a bike without a helmet. I now, gotta have a helmet. <laughs> you and I grew up riding bicycles. Yeah, we didn't have I no never, helmet. I didn't even own a helmet. We it didn't even was, have seatbelts. It just wasn't the thing back then. I know, but know? it is the thing now. So there you have it. And I think we can thank skateboarding for probably uh, bringing the helmets. Really? Yeah. You think because, that's what it was? Yeah, I think there's some so many people got injured uh, in skateboarding accidents. They started doing the helmets, and then all of a sudden, well, the bikes was the natural progression. Well, I mean, I fell many times off my bike. Oh, sure. No question. Yeah. I had a f- friend of mine went over the front handlebars, somehow landed on the handlebars and lost like the entire upper teeth, yeah. like, you know, six or eight teeth uh, went up into their gum. It was a, whole, a horrible but thing. But see, back when I, when I was young and, and, you know, we rode our bikes, we didn't ride our bikes out on the main roads where the big traffic was. Yeah, we you stayed, were just in your neighborhood. We stayed in the neighborhoods and... and you know, there was a cemetery close to my house, and we'd just get in the cemetery and, you know, try not to interfere with anybody's service. But you could ride around, sure, you know, pretty as you much do. as you do. Uh-huh. You could ride around typically without any cars around, you know. Uh, by the way, this just in, this is a saw this, and I thought you're going to want to know. Yeah. September 8th. And September 9th, Gorilla Biscuits are going to be performing two shows in Brooklyn. I don't know if you're are you a Gorilla Biscuits fan. Is this the uh, the Gorillas coming back and doing it? No, it's something different. No, I just thought I'd tell you these oh, these bands oh. that are all going to play together. I don't want you to miss a single oh, one. Gorilla Biscuits uh, on the eighth Brooklyn uh, in, in, yeah. at the Brooklyn Monarch Show. Right, it'll be Gorilla Biscuits with H two O Crime and Stereo O. Mm-hmm. End it and stand still. 
I love it when those guys get together. I know. You know and play, play now on out. the ninth, it's a whole different lineup. Really? It's uh, yeah, it's Gorilla Biscuits. They'll be joined by Cold World, Fucked Up, uh huh, Bib, B I B, right? Uh, Restraining Order, right? And Combust. Fucked Up may be one of my favorite bands. I, know. I mean, really, I know. When you think That's about why it. I wanted to tell you about the shows because I don't want you to miss it. Does Bucket of Blood by chance have a slot they on that festival? Not, no, oh, okay. they couldn't make it. They're going right. to be in Europe. You know, we're going to have to come back and do our updated version of bands that, <laughs> that didn't make Ozfest. Oz Fest. Oh, God. Yes. People still talk about that. <laughs> bands that didn't make Ozfest. And it's sad, because it's a big parking lot. I know. Plenty of opportunities. Oh, yeah. We can um, get everybody in there. Will you be traveling this summer? Here's another article I read. Probably not this summer, no. Of For no, you know. Well, a lot of people are. After the wedding, there's... <laughs> Bills to pay. Bills to pay, so won't be a lot of traveling, you know, big traveling, but, you know, little jaunts down to the place I don't own at the beach. That, yes. Stuff like that. There'll be some of that. So know. those uh, places I'm not invited to. Yeah. Uh, for example, when you're writing out the checks for the wedding, don't forget those jewelry bags. Those are 10000 a piece. Okay. So make that yeah. check payable to Kristen. That's Kristen at clownpenis.fart. Got it. Got it. <laughs> Anyway, a lot of people traveling this summer. Uh, now that COVID is not a thing, uh, Europe is booking up crazy, mm-hmm. and uh, everybody's going everywhere. But have you ever heard the word, and I had not, mm-hmm. skip lagging? Skip lagging. You know what skip lagging I is? I have never heard of that. Well, I had not either. You're about um, to tell me I'm a fiert. I'm going to tell you. Yeah. Uh, skip lagging is the practice of booking an itinerary with an airline. Where the stopover is the true and intended destination. You just don't take the second leg. You don't take the second leg. Now, why would you do that? Don't you have to pay? uh, uh, No, a lot of times, uh, uh, and I've done this. (laughs) A lot of times, if you try to go nonstop, let's say, from Denver to Charlotte. Right. It is outrageously, it's like $1,000 now. Right. Nonstop. All right. But if you stop. If you if you book Denver to Atlanta, they're going to make you stop in Charlotte, right? Right. And that ticket might only be eight hundred dollars. So you save two hundred bucks. Well, fuck me, you yeah, and the... I don't have to drive back from Atlanta. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. So this is a thing that people are doing, but airlines are getting wise to it, and they're not fucking happy about it. So how are they going to stop it? They don't know what your uh, they do because is. if you. If you had a stop and you had to change planes, you should have represented a boarding pass, okay? Right. And if they see that you didn't show up, right? Right. Or that when you come back, you didn't get, you didn't come on the return flight you should have, mm-hmm. uh, they are now fining you. They will find you, they will fine you, and in some cases, they will ban you from the airline. Those bastards. Uh, Lufthansa took one traveler to court. Uh, American Airlines billed a customer $2,500. Anyway, here's what I have to say to the airlines. You might want to look at your pricing. Fuck you. Maybe it's all screwed up. If I paid for the ticket right, and my seat stands empty, let's say I get sick and you won't issue me a refund. Well, there's an empty seat. You're just going to sell it again. You're just going to put somebody who's on standby in my seat. Right. So fuck you. What yeah. do you care and if you're looking at the pricing and it costs, it's cheaper for me to get off on a one on a layover right. than it is to fly nonstop somewhere, that's your problem. Reprice your tickets so right? it makes more sense. <clears throat> if you want to stop that, yeah. you price the tickets so there's no benefit right. to somebody doing that. Exactly. Not that hard. But you know what? There probably isn't. And that's why they're pissy. Yeah. But I still say you're filling up that flight regardless. You Flights are overbooked all the time. Yeah. You're just going to put somebody, you're just going to move somebody from standby in and you're going to, so that seat will have been paid for twice. Right. Why would you be coming after me? Skip lagging. Skip lagging. Okay. Airlines not happy. Well, I actually think uh, good for the passengers for figuring that shit out. Well, I've done it many, many times because if you go through. Hello, this is Lufthansa. Is Kristen here? Well, here's the thing. Because Charlotte is an expensive destination. For some reason, Charlotte's expensive. Well, it's getting to be a big, big hub for a lot of places. places, So if you fly, let's say, Denver to Greensboro or Denver to Columbia, right? 
I get a cheaper ticket because I'm not flying into the hub airport. And then you can drive the hour to get to Charlotte. That's correct. Yeah. So I just don't get on. But it, it might stop in Charlotte. Right. And then fly to Greens. But well, fuck you. I'm here. Why would I drive? I'm just not going to get on yeah. the second leg of that trip. Sure. That's common sense. That's my choice, me. though. Yeah. Don't you think? I think. I think it's weird. I think if you paid for the ticket and they priced it as they priced it. you damn straight. Then you decide whether you use every <laughs> leg of that journey. <clears throat> exactly. Is my plane ticket to do with again. as I please. And if they want to sell that second leg again, you don't care. Well, you, if I didn't board the plane, obviously yeah. you've got one. Sell yeah, it. Sell it. Somebody's standing there, I'm sure, dying to go. Yeah. Right? It's amazing Skip how lagging. it's like I got people have to control every aspect of your life. They really do. Yeah. They really do. And now I'd like to control some of yours. If I may yeah. go back to tipping. Can I talk about tipping for just a moment? Cows tipping cows? No, Cow no. Tipping, tipping uh, service workers. You know, since that uh, uh, segment we did, I have, and I was a good tipper before. Yeah. I'm a really good tipper now. Yeah. Because I got to thinking, you know, <clears throat> you got to take care of these folks. Yeah. Because the way you get service and the way you get treated, that either makes or breaks your evening. Yeah. And, I, you know, if you get bad service, I, I guess that's one thing. But uh, I lodge a complaint about it. You know? Exactly. Complain. Yeah. If, you're, if you have shitty service, complain. If your steak is not cooked correctly... That's not the server's fault. The server didn't do that. Yeah. And you not tipping the server because your steak wasn't right is horse shit. Yeah. Complain to ask to speak to a manager. Yeah. There's always a manager. And say, my, my server is wonderful. Yeah, but, she's fantastic, but, my but food I've was sent not this back twice yeah. and it's still not right. Sure. And now everybody at my table has eaten but me. Don't fucking leave a $1.19 tip because your meal was wrong. Yeah. Complain about it. But see, people get it taken off the bill. A lot of people don't want to be confrontational, so they don't want to complain and cause a fuss. So they just want to vote with their tip, but they're voting against the wrong person. Correct. You know, unless I can't go back there and well, cook it. It was a server issue. Yeah. Um, standard tip. <clears throat> did we mention? Did we talk about this? Because I think we need to talk about it again. It used to be fifteen, and now it's twenty. Well, minimum, no standard right? or, average meh eh, service. Right. I mean, they brought you your food. They brought you your drinks. They might yeah. not have done drink refills right away, but you did finally get one. Yeah. It's 15%. Yeah. Period. And if you're not prepared to pay that, don't go to a Don't rest. go fucking don't go to a restaurant. Yeah. I had a four top the other day at this new place. Four guys all had separate checks, which we fucking hate by the way. Yeah. Yeah, anybody that says that's fine is is a goddamn liar. That's yeah. not true. Uh. It takes a lot of time to separate that shit out and get you all separate checks and then ring each credit card separately. So there were four people at the table and total we got a dollar 19 out of four people. And we weren't that big. They got great service and their food they said was great. Dollar yeah. 19 between four men. Fuck you. Don't come to this. That's and you not know a what? tip at all. People say, oh, no, that's you might as well have left me nothing at that point, because now I have to share with the tip pool. Right. A lot of people don't know about the tip pool. I'm going to re-explain it for those of you that don't understand. Right. Sometimes it's not the individual you're punishing or right, rewarding. But I'm if I make $200 in tips for working six hours, right? right? Right. A percentage of that goes to the host of my money. A percentage of that goes to the food runners. Mm -hmm. A percentage of that goes to the bussers and the bartenders. Right. I don't even make the full 200. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 Uh, so please don't come in there tipping a dollar for a four top in a nice restaurant. Fuck off. You might get a quarter of that. And Or I might owe a money. A literal quarter. Oh, you I could might, owe money. I might owe money on that table because the, the percentage that we pay is off the sales, not off of what our tips are. It's yeah. based off of food sales. So I actually owe money on your table. I'm paying your tip to the rest of the joint. That's not right. I'm sorry. <clears throat> That's the way it goes. Whoever's doing that. That's not right. I would also like to talk about people who sit there forever. Have you ever done this? My mom used to do this, and it used to piss me off because she worked in the service industry, so she knew better. To sit and occupy a table in mm. a busy restaurant. Now, if the restaurant's not busy, right. and they tell you, no, no, sit as long as you like. We're not busy tonight. It's no big deal. But if we're busy and you see a line out the fucking door and there's a two-hour wait to get in, don't sit there for three hours. 
move your ass on. Oh, I know. Yeah. Now I will do that at a breakfast place that's not crowded. A couple of guys are around, around the table, and you know we're just sitting there getting refills of coffee, and you know I've done that before, but never in a busy, nicer restaurant would I sit there and know that I'm taking up space where somebody can't turn a table. That's just that's right. just rude. Now I can't yeah. turn the table because you've sat there all night, and you you, you know. You, Think about that when you're tipping that server, because you should really tip for the tips they lost. Because if I had been able to wait on somebody else, then I would have made some more money. But I didn't because you sat there. That's yeah. That shouldn't be on me. <clears throat> and and uh, we have some groups of guys that come to the breakfast place where I work, the old copper kettle. Uh, there are some men that come every day and they sit there and they sit there and they sit there for four hours and keep running us for more coffee. I don't mind. What mm. we normally do is I will bring them a damn carafe and set it on the table and go, yeah, hey, sure, your own damn coffee. Yeah. I there am. you go. Some places don't have those, though. Right. And uh, so if somebody's got to keep coming back and somebody's waited on you for three and a half hours, just make sure you tip them accordingly for the amount of time you spent. It's not then just based on your bill. Right. Do you see what I'm saying? If you only left 15% of your $10 breakfast, <laughs> right, you left her $1.50, and she yeah. waited on you for four hours? Yeah. That ain't right. Throw her a five spot, for the Christ's sake. You know what I mean? I'm too busy. I don't have that much time to sit around. Now, on a Saturday, maybe, you know, I might stay a little longer with my buddies and talk and gossip. But then sure. I always, sometimes, <clears throat> if I have a $12 breakfast, yeah, I've left a $10 tip before. See? Because I stayed there so long, it's like, who cares? This poor person, 20 yeah. bucks, you know, for... Right. for all that time I spent yeah. is well worth it, in my view. Yeah. You know. And the other thing is uh, late arrivals. So if you do make a reservation, that table is, is blocked for you. And no one right. else can sit there. Sure. So make sure you take care of them if you were 30 minutes late. Because she could have technically, or he or she, could have had another table in between. By the time you fucked around yeah. and got there and that table sat empty. You know, we count on turning tables over. Sure. Just so you know. Yeah. I only get five tables. If they don't turn over, I, I don't make enough money to live. So there's that. Yeah, and you got to live. Well, some people would argue. How, how else can you make jewelry? <laughs> hey, it's probably time for a break. You want to take a no, break? No, it's now? not because I have it's one not. more tipping one more, thing. Okay, one more Just one more. Thing. No, it's And fine. then I'm done. If you have young children's. Yeah. And they find it fun to rearrange all the sugar packets and all the jelly packets on the table into a pyramid. Mm-hmm. And you don't fix that, and now I got to fix that. That's less time I can spend actually waiting on somebody and giving good service because I right. got to clean up your children's mess. Right. You know, like I'm sure that it's a, it's a, um, you know, we we let our kids do whatever because oh thank God they're being quiet. Mm. Uh, they've made uh, pancake faces and there's straws all over the plate. You know, like somebody's got to clean all that shit. That's up. well and good. Glad <laughs> glad that they were, you know, well behaved. But yeah. now. Don't leave their mess for somebody else. But riddle me this, though. Yeah. If you knew, if you walked into that restaurant next and you knew that two snotty four-year-olds had handled all of the jelly packs on the table, would you be thrilled with that? Not not terribly, no. Exactly. So don't let your kids play with the jelly. Yeah. Please. It's yeah. so rude. Some of this stuff is common sense, and yet you don't uh, think about it, parents but it's, don't think about it. You don't. But don't, man, don't let your kids who are coughing and snotting all over the place touch everything. Please don't. Yeah. That shit's expensive. Those little jelly, you know, the little jellies they put on the table at a yeah. breakfast restaurant? Yeah. Those cost us about 50 cent a piece. They're no joke. They're, they've really? gone way up. Yes. Condiments, sales. Have you noticed this? Ketchup? Did you see the price of ketchup? Yeah, I've noticed that those things are a little Mayonnaise? more costly Jesus than Christ. they used to be. Yeah, so all these things cost these restaurant owners money. I'm just saying. All right. I'm just here to educate. You're, yeah, you're just here to help, really. It's an educational yeah. program. Well, then help us know how we get a t-shirt for this fine podcast. I showed you. I brought you a T-shirt so you could feel the softness. It was yeah. I'm going to order some today because I, I was worried about the type of shirt I was getting for my money. No longer worried about they that. They are soft and yeah. they are tagless. Tagless, which I like. Nothing I hate to a tag. scratch your neck. Oh, oh my god. I hate a tag. Uh, so you can get those on Etsy now. When you're searching for my shop, uh, make sure you toggle it to shop instead of the item you're looking for. There's a, in their search engine you can search one of two ways. Search for the shop called Crafted with a K, 
crafted by K Honey, all one word. Right. And you will find all our shirts. There's a variety, a variety. A variety. And you said to me not long ago, because I said we also have a hoodie. And you said, Kristen, don't nobody need no hoodie. Well, it's this summertime. Weekend you did. And look at it. Yeah. What's the temperature outside? 57. Something like that. Right. Yeah. We're talking about Memorial Day weekend. Now, who wishes they had weekend. a hoodie? Yeah. Everybody. That's right. Everybody wants a hoodie. Yeah. All right. Uh, part two's coming up. You're listening to Lounge with Kristen and Jack, presented each week by the Queen City Podcast Network. Fresh episodes on Friday, most Fridays, at uh, queencitypodcastnetwork.com. We're on all the platforms wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, I would say up. the majority of Fridays. Can we just say that? Can we say that? I think we probably can. If you were to average it out. If you were to average it out, yep. the majority of Fridays, we're here with a fresh <laughs> podcast for you. And... Uh, Uh, Don't forget, we've got a classic win Jackman stuff episode coming up where, once again, I was mistreated. Oh, my God. Uh, And then we'll have our word of the week, and we'll wrap it up for another uh, lounging with Kristen and Jack. Don't go anywhere. We continue next. Where do you turn to stay in touch with the city around you? Broadcast news isn't what it used to be, and commercial radio doesn't scratch that itch. If only there was one place you could get it all, when you want, wherever you want, on your schedule. There is the Queen City Podcast Network. Listen to your city on your schedule at queencitypodcastnetwork.com and everywhere you get your podcasts. Jackman stuff. Thank you. Thank no, you. I thank you. Sounds a little naughty to me, but I wish you luck. Here we go. Five questions will be asked. And what you're hoping is you're smarter than Jack. I think I told you quite enough. Hey! He really isn't all that tough, so how about trying to win? I said win. Jackman stuff. Yes, Ooh. it's time to play Win Jackman Stuff on this crisp October day. Sam, you cold? That? She's uh, always cold. Yeah, I'm always I was going to put here. you a light over there, but they said no. Nah. <laughs> oh, you did get some light bulbs replaced in here, except for mine. Except Not for yours. yours. We yeah. don't want <laughs> to see you that I told them you needed to be able to right. see, and they said, no, she doesn't. As long as she can hear, she's fine. I yeah. that. They said, this is radio. You don't need to see. There you go. Yeah. Uh, we have uh, all the way from Hudson, North Carolina, our contestant on the phone. Michelle, are you there? Yes, I am. Now tell everybody where Hudson is. Hudson is about 30 minutes away from Blowing Rock. To the north, south, east, or west? North. North of Blowing Rock. Wow. Uh, actually, we're we're south of Blowing Rock. So south of Blowing Rock. North, north of us. Everything. North yeah. of us, south, south of, of them. Blowing, yeah. I so it's very crispy and It's fall chilly like up, up there, there. yeah. Yes, it is. I bet the, I bet the uh, leaves are pretty, though. They're almost... Uh, they are beautiful. Are they? Yeah. Are they? Is it peak right now? Yep. It yeah. looks really pretty. Oh, we don't have that just yet. We think ours are just going to fall off before they actually change color. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we're all right with that. Will. That's all right. You're talking about the leaves, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> and in your case, something else. <laughs> I'm going in the chamber. Here he goes, into the chamber of love. Oh, there's That's a... not what he calls it. No, it's not. But... Someday, he'll thank me for all the wonderful music I've played him. Now. (laughs) Somehow, I think not, but okay. All right, it might be with a pink slip, but either way, (laughs) it'll be a thank you of some sort. You know what we're going to do all week, don't you? Please, God, not no more geography. No more geography. Guess what it is this week? Thank you. What do you think, Michelle? What do you think it might be? It's... Ooh, um, best vacation spots? I don't know. No? <laughs> I, I say it's how it's spooky stuff. It's Halloween. scary movie Woo! week. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> scary movie week. Are you guys ready? Yeah. I think so. Here we go. 60 seconds on the clock. Question number one. What popular horror villain's mother was a nun? Ooh, a nun. Popular horror... Um... Is it Freddy Krueger? Yes. Oh, yeah. That is correct. Number two, in the remake of The Fly with Jeff Goldblum and Gina Davis, what was the name of the half-fly, half-human monstrosity? Oh. God. These are hard. Wasn't it something like Bob or Bill or something simple? No. No. 
Anything, Michelle? Right. I'm going to have to pass uh, on that, Michelle. Fred? No. <laughs> In the Amityville Horror, what was the name of the little girl's red-eyed rodent-like friend? Oh. God, these are hard. God, they are hard. Um, oh, you want to pass? Yeah, pass. Yeah, pass. All right, number four. What movie featured Rebecca Gayhart as a murderous college co-ed trying to avenge the wrongful death of her fiancé? I don't know. All right, let me go ahead and give you number five. For the love of God. Sorry, Michelle. What Stephen King movie features a scary clown that kills children? It. Yes. Oh. (laughs) All right, well, you got two right, and I think that's important. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Those were old questions. Yeah, those were hard. Hard but fun. Fun. Now we're going to learn things. You, You actually do have a shot here. I think you do. He might, yeah, he oh, might yeah. tie us. Although with two. he might know that Jeff Goldblum thing. Oh, yeah, oh. he's a movie okay. freak. Concerned about that, but we'll see. Yeah. Hang on. Okay. All right, I'm gonna let him out of the soundproof chamber. Hang on. How was that, Jack? Wow. Was uh, it as good as last week's cut from the same band? You know, I'd like to say riveting, but <laughs> I can't. <laughs> <laughs> they got two right today. Hard. Wow. Hard questions, apparently. Hard. Hard okay. stuff. All right, so Michelle, hang on. Don't go anywhere. Let's see how Jack does. He's got to get three to beat you. Okay. All right. All right, so uh, guess guess what the topic is for the week. Halloween scary movies. Scary movies is correct. Yep. Mm. Are you ready to go? I'm ready. There we go. Question number one. Uh, what popular horror villain's mother was a nun? Freddy's. How many's? Freddy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's correct. Number two. In the remake of The Fly with Jeff Goldblum and Gina, of the half-fly, half-human monstrosity. It's called The Fly. No, there it was not. <laughs> Number three, in the Amityville Horror, what was the name of the little girl's red-eyed, rodent-like friend? Could you be more obscure? I don't know. Keep going. <laughs> keep going. Keep going. All right, I'm going on. Hang on. Number four, what movie featured Rebecca Gayhart as a murderous college co-ed trying to avenge the wrongful death of her fiancé? Sorority Night Murders. No. No. Wow. No. What Stephen King movie features a scary clown that kills children? It. Yes, it is correct. I watched it in its entirety the other night. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, boy. Well, so you got two, and they got two, and if I do the math on that, that means, Michelle, you want everything in the package. Woo. And it's a great... It's a great package, too. It really is. Yeah, I mean, you got really Dane is. Cook, the uh, not-so-acoustic Christmas tickets, Dane Cook, the police, all that's in there. Yeah. Oh. That's, that's nice. Let's go over the correct answers. Please. Number two in the remake of The Fly. The half-fly, half-human monstrosity was Brundlefly. No, his no name was I don't remember that. Remember that. Seth Brundle was his name, and so they called it Brundlefly. Not a clue about that. I would have known that. And I would have known this one, too. In fact, I did did know this one because I took this before you guys did. Amityville Horror. The name of the little girl's red-eyed rodent-like friend was Jody. Oh, yeah. I forgot, yeah. And the Rebecca... Yeah, the Rebecca Gayhart movie was Urban Legend. Uh, okay. I never okay. saw that. You didn't see it? Yeah, I never saw that. Oh, it's one of those that you just had I to see. I saw Urban Cowboy with John Travolta. <laughs> <laughs> does that count? Did. Does that count for something? Uh, it's, that's one of the steps that you were taking out of the closet, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> that's your deal. Uh, Michelle, hang on the line. We'll let you know how to get all this fabulous stuff. Ah, blah, spooky. Ah. Oh, that was from October of uh, whatever year. <laughs> yeah. Of yesteryear. Of yesteryear. Uh, I was pouring somebody's coffee the other day, and I said, fill it up to the rim. And they said, with brim. And I said, <laughs> see, there you go now, remembering some advertising. Yeah. And the guy said, no, it's coming back. And I said, get out of town. He said, I swear. They're bringing brim back. Brim, they stopped making brim, I looked it up, in like 1990-something. It was coffee, right? Yeah. Okay. But my grandma always had a, a can of brim. It was decaffeinated. Okay. She always had that on hand. And that that's Instead why of Sanka, you... she didn't like that Sanka. So right. Brim was actually a brewable decaf coffee. Right. And and that's why you could fill it up to the rim because it was decaf. Wasn't going to make you jittery and nervous. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How about that? Um, but anyway, I, I Brim then went into making coffee making apparatuses. Oh, okay. So they make like cappuccino makers and all these other things. Right. But Brim is back. I just saw it on Amazon. No kidding. But it's not decaffeinated. It's regular blend, but it's low acid. Oh, okay. Uh, for those right. of you that get the heartburn. Right. Mm-hmm. 
Brim now, is was, back. Was Brim originally decaffeinated yeah. or originally low acid? Started out as decaffeinated. Okay, all right. Because all of their marketing was around that. Came out in like mm. the 60s or something, 50s right. or 60s. Yeah. Fill it up to the room with Brim. By God, maybe they'll bring back the decaf as well. And, um, you know, we were talking about Oscar Mayer advertising yeah. last week and how that sticks with you. You know, all those. Well, the uh, songs did for sure, because I remember things by songs. Mm-hmm. And that's just how my brain works. But, you know, Maxwell but House remember... was good to the last drop. You remember that? Oh, and, of course. Uh, the best part of waking up is Folgers, Folgers in, in your cup. cup. Uh, it's amazing how that stuff just, you know, it imprints. Well, Folgers which is did the have a song. Maxwell House had a song, too. I don't remember Brim's song. They might have had one. Yeah. I don't. That always helps I, I to remember imprint the, it, though. I remember the brand. Uh, but I, you know, I haven't thought about that brand in years. Yeah, because it's not the other, there. Yeah, the other ones you think about from time to time. Do they still make Sanka? Yeah. Remember Sanka? So. Yeah, he's still good Sanka. God, that was awful. Whew. It was instant. I it was, recall. oh. Yeah. Yeah. In- instant coffee. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, uh, ooh. I had a uh, grandmother, the one I didn't care for, that always had Sanka. <sighs> <laughs> Horrible. The grandmother I didn't care for. That's right. The new book by Kristen I Honeycutt. Said I said it. <laughs> on Amazon. <laughs> the grandmother I didn't care for. In parentheses, she may have been Satan. Uh, but anyway, uh, uh, do you have a wow mm. word of the week? I certainly do. Well, I I'm hope glad so. you brought that up. Yeah. I didn't want us to get out of here without that. No. Uh, today's word, Kristen, is cumbang. Oh, God. That's not K- a word. K-U-M-B-A-N-G, cumbang. Just a minute. I'm looking it up. Uh, it's much like the haboob. You know what a haboob is? Oh, cumbang. Uh, it's a another. Beetle. There's a kind of beetle no, called no, a cumbang. No, no, no. It's another hot, arid wind. In this case, one that blows seasonally in the lowlands of western Indonesia. Oh. I will now use cumbang in a Come sentence. Cumbang with me. <laughs> I just want to do a like a you know you a do kink a, song. A Frank Sinatra or something. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> Barnaby. Kristen. <laughs> Barnaby, of course. And some of his friends were having a bachelor party for Cleavon. Not for Cleavon. Who was soon to be married. <laughs> of course, there was booze and porn, and the guys got all worked up and decided to call their girlfriends to join late. Oh. Barnaby called Blanche. Not Blanche. <laughs> and the moment she answered, all he could manage to say was, Come bang! No! Oh, Lord no! Have mercy! Blanche. Blanche, that slut. Yeah. Yipes. Well, I'm going to leave. Look at the time. Look at Look it. Look we got to go. The clock on the wall says we got to get out of here until next week. Don't forget to uh, buy our t shirts. Uh, Etsy. The Etsy store is crafted by K Honey. All right. one word and crafted is with a K. Right. Special thanks to Michael again for my fabulous t shirt mm-hmm. that I'll be wearing as much as I possibly can in between washings. And uh, we'll see you next week. And Please. I may make it a shirt on the, on the store. You may have to. Oh, God. Uh, just may. Have I just to. don't want to show up somewhere where there's a gaggle of dudes wearing that shirt. <laughs> Yikes. Come on. Somebody support me for a change. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, QueenCityPodcastNetwork.com for fresh episodes the majority of Fridays. You can find us wherever you find your podcast. Until then, have a great week. We'll see you time. Bye to uh, see you. We'll see you time. We'll see you we'll time. We'll see, see you time next. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> QueenCityPodcastNetwork.com.